Welcome to the Destination Rural podcast series. I'm Peter Rutherford. I'm the CEO of the Rural Doctors Association of Australia. And in this episode, I'm going to be chatting with Dr. Simon Quilty, who's a physician working in Alice Springs and has some amazing stories and insights to share. Before we start, I'd like to do an acknowledgement of the traditional owners of the land we meet on and pay my respects to Elders past, present and emerging, and also welcome any Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people who may be joining us for our podcast this evening or today, whenever you happen to be listening to it. Um, I'm really excited to be talking to Dr. Simon Quilty, a physician who works in Alice Springs. Hi, Simon. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Peter. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Um, just really want to kick off with a little bit about your story, about how you ended up in Alice Springs, what your background is, um, your family situation, anything that you're comfortable to share with us. Yeah, sure. Um, yes, I guess. So I grew up in Western Sydney. I had no inkling that I'd do medicine. I did engineering first because I wanted to make my car go faster. Uh, and um, then I realised that I really wanted to... So I was interested in biology and medicine and I didn't think that I'd do it, but then I realised that I could be a doctor in the bush in the Northern Territory and thought that sounded pretty exciting. So I went and studied medicine at Sydney University and... As soon as I could, I went to Darwin in 2001 as a medical student and spent um, four months, three and a half months in a place called Gapuyak, right out in far east Arnhem Land. And I was absolutely sold. I realised I'd made a good decision to study medicine. And um, I've pretty much been in the Northern Territory since then, on and off, although um, kind of halfway through my training I decided that I was, I was I was kind of throwing up Akram and it was the early days of Akram back then versus RACP um, I wanted to work in a hospital and so I decided to do physicians training and when I did physicians training I did it in a very unique way so I tried to develop skills that would be useful for Catherine Hospital specifically and so that that obviously has a lot of uh, synergy with uh, Nulamboy and Mount Isa and Kununurra and uh, Tennant Creek and Alice Springs. And so, yeah, here I am and here I'll stay. What What was the connection, though, from, like, growing up in Sydney, I guess, to draw you to the NT? What was that connection? Uh, so when, when I was a kid, um, I, I was really fortunate. So I had a kooky father who uh, I still have a kooky father who... Uh, was um, was very interested in um, the the resources of Australia. So he was a diehard um, Liberal Party aficionado, uh, and he he took us on three very long trips around Australia, up to a year at a time was the longest one, uh, all before I was about ten. And we went right out into the most remote parts of Australia. Um, so the first time we did it in 1979, 
I camped on the edge of uh, Yellow Waters, which is now so full of crocodiles that you don't put your hand anywhere near it. We camped in a little fly screen tent right next to the water and you could reach out and you could fill your cup up with water out of Yellow Yellow Waters. And um, that was before it was a national park and obviously that all the crocodiles were had been shot out and were slowly coming back. And so I spent a lot of time in really remote places as a child and, and loved it and had it under my skin particularly the northern territory because it's such a such a wild place so i guess just um you know you're one of the rare breeds as a consultant working in a rural um town a consultant specialist like they're few and far between what what gives you joy in your job in in alice or even Um, when you were there so Catherine was even more satisfying in many ways than Alice. So Catherine was a pure generalist hospital. So, so the first thing is you have to be always on your toes and you have to. So I, I did, when I did the physician's training, I wanted to be the, I knew that I'd be face to face with people that were in dire trouble with significant health problems that needed assistance. And I wanted them, I wanted them to look me in the eye and know that I knew what I was doing. So I worked pretty hard. I I was very dedicated to my study. So in a place like Catherine where there's no backup, you just have to get on with it. And it was pretty exciting to to be able to use everything that you've learned from day one in medical school right through to the end of your training uh, as a generalist. Um, And so that's pretty exciting. But I guess the the best part is the community, that you become a part of the community. And particularly in a place like Catherine, you know, you can't be an arrogant and rude doctor because you go and see the mechanic one day and he'll shaft you. Uh, And likewise, you can't be a a dog of a mechanic because one day you'll have a heart attack and you'll see the doctor. And so there's this real kind of lovely balance in smaller towns that I really like. People, so I grew up in Sydney and I, you know, people talk about loving the anonymity of cities. I have no inkling for anonymity. I like the integrity and and the, the real sense of relationships that you get living in smaller towns. And so when you, you know, when you help someone out who's really sick in hospital and they're part of your community, there's a, a really deep sense of um, gratitude from them. And it's not the gratitude that you're doing it for, but it's, you know, I'm just as grateful when my car breaks down and Pado from Pado's Towing turns up 700 kilometres down the road from Catherine and picks me up and pats me on the back and brings me a cold drink. Nice. You, you mentioned about the sense of community. How important is it for you in your job to work with the Aboriginal health workers? Um, I love working with Aboriginal people uh, as patients and as um, clinicians. Uh, and in the work that I do, I'm working alongside Aboriginal health practitioners of one kind or another all the time, particularly the Aboriginal liaison officers. They're hilarious. They are so one of the things that I struggle a bit with medicine is the hierarchy, as you, you, you might know, Peter. I'm not into hierarchy. Uh, and working with Aboriginal people, they invite you into their cultural paradigm. It's really heaps of fun. Uh, there's a lot of cheeky conversations that go on and they help you guide, they help help guide you through some things that, that are very perplexing culturally that make no sense when you first see them. And they gradually over the years you start to figure out 
what it is that's going on that at first seems so perplexing. I had the privilege of coming to visit you in Alice and got to meet a number of your registrars. And with our Destination Rural campaign, we're really keen to really showcase the training opportunities that are available, not just for GPs and rural generalists, but for broader medical careers as well. So what do you think is so special about the training environment in Alice? Um, certainly your registrars seem to love it. And what part of your training can you do as a physician in Alice Springs with working with you? Um, uh, so, look, firstly, next year, I'm excited to say that we have eight ACRAM trainees uh, who've applied for uh, uh, terms in adult medicine, which is really exciting. Um, so I guess most of my registrars are from uh, physicians trainees and they turn up from their big tertiary hospitals where they're really just a cog in a wheel. They're nothing more than that and they're, not, they're under no illusion. There's no sense of community uh, in the hospital often. Um, they're big, shiny institutions that are very good but are very impersonal. Uh, and then they come out to Alice Springs Hospital, which is small and shiny and looks new and it has fascinating people walking through uh, with lots of young people with lots of really significant health problems. And what really surprises them is they think they're going to the middle of nowhere, which Alice Springs is literally in the middle of nowhere. Um, but it's a beautiful town and the hospital is full of extraordinary uh, clinicians and technology and infrastructure to provide really high-level care. And so Alice is a, a bit... Well, there's some really great hospitals, but Alice's anomaly, because uh, Catherine had anomalies as well, uh, but Alice's anomaly is that it is so well commissioned in every regard because it has to be, because the nearest uh, hospital to us is 1,500 k's away. So we have to be able to deal with it, just about everything that comes through the door. And the registrars are always really surprised that we're so capable of doing it. And, and they they often, have, particularly the physician trainees, have often been really deprived of what a generalist actually does. So when I do a ward round, I'll suture a wound, I'll take off a, take off a, a fingernail if it's infected, um, uh, I'll put in a chest tube, do a lumbar puncture. When they're down south, there's no way that their physician bosses would do all of that stuff. And I do it safely and competently, and it suddenly makes them realise how much they're missing out on by conforming to a to a further and further subspecialised uh, trade that we practice. With, with the registrars that come, and I know we've talked a lot about this, um, about how they then return to their next position in a city. And I guess, you know, and I know you do a lot around that. So just, I guess that, you know, they're not disadvantaged by coming to Alice, that you actually help them return back when it's time to return back to a job in the city? Yeah, look, so two things, uh, two things in that regard, well, three things, actually. Firstly, we really try and keep registrars for longer. We prefer them for six months or longer because I know that when they're here for six months, at least half of them want to come back a second time and half of those want to come back a third time and permanently. And so, we like longer tenured registrars in Alice Springs. It's much better. And, and the College of Physicians is very unaware of how important this is for, for a future rural workforce. 
uh, but I'm there to remind them. Um, so the, the second thing is that when they do come out to us, we develop really close relationships and we're all pretty well connected. And so we do guarantee that we'll get them a job. But once again, this is the floor of the College of Physicians. Uh, the way that training is set up at the moment is detrimental to trainees, but I want to reassure them that we go hard and we bat for them when they come out here to get them back onto training programs down south. And thirdly and most reassuredly of all is that Trainees often think that coming to a place like Alice Springs is detrimental to their career progression. It's anything but. Um, so what I found when I, so I did the first five years of my training in the Northern Territory and then I applied for a job back in New South Wales and got the first one I was offered. And because of my Northern Territory experience and the sense of independence that I'd gained and responsibility that I'd gained from working there just to get on with the job, um, I, I shone above the other registrars and I got really well looked after and I realised after a couple of years that people looked after me in particular because they were, they were really interested in the stories I had to tell and the experiences I'd had as a, a registrar up in the north. Um, and so I think any rural experience anywhere in Australia will impress the boss that you want to impress. Nice. I know you did a sabbatical in the UK. Yeah. Um, how was your NT experience, I guess, received over there? Well, so I took my daughters and um, Stella, the youngest one, had never been on escalators before. Um, and so it was funny watching her catch the tube for the first time. She'd never been on a train either, so it was pretty exciting for her. Um and, yeah, once again, you go to a place like London where everybody is super urbanised and, and very focused on the rat race and you tell these stories that people don't believe. Um, <clears throat> my my, uh, my daughter's uh, school teacher approached me after she'd been there for a couple of weeks and I think he was insinuating that she had a problem with not telling the truth and he said, oh, Stella's told me that... Um, that you live on a big property and there's a river down the back with crocodiles in it. And I said, yeah, that's right. And he said, and he told me, she told me that, um, that, that, that you go shooting buffaloes. And I said, well, yeah, they're a pest in my backyard. And, and then he said, and you, they tell me as well that, she told me as well that you have a pet dingo. Is that true? And I said, yeah, they're all true. And I mean, I, I guess a lot of people in other parts of Australia, even rural parts of Australia would find that a bit out of the ordinary, but any anyone that lives in any rural location anywhere in Australia will have a similar, very kind of fascinating life uh, to compared to an urban person, particularly in London. So I feel like spending a good amount of time in a place like Northern Territory just opens lots and lots of interesting doors. I was actually going to ask you about it next. Was you know living in NT and working in sort of. Alice Springs, do you feel like your kids miss out on anything? Um, uh, they miss out on family. Uh, that's the only thing they miss out on. Uh, they have really full little lives. Um, so we moved from Catherine to Alice for education for year, for year seven for my oldest daughter who's 13, Kai. Um, the, the school in Catherine had a lot of very entrenched problems that were not going to be resolved. And Alice Springs has got a really great school. And so obviously when you move to rural and remote locations, there's always 
that balance and definitely for a lot of people, I'm, I'm lucky that I have a wife that is excited by living in remote places as I am. Uh, a lot of the restrictions on what you can do in medicine, if you like, rural and remote medicine is determined by your partner and your children. Um, yeah, so, yeah, but it is really, it really is only family in terms of Alice because we've got a really great school here. Uh, and they do miss their family, but there's plenty to make up for. Okay. It's, um, how important is it like when you're in a town like Alice, and I know Alice is a little bit bigger, obviously, than Catherine, but how is, how important is it to every now and then get away, like get away from like we, the place where you work? Um, look, I found getting away from Catherine was more important to me because, I was on call for the first five years, almost every day for five years. Even when I was on holidays, I'd take my phone with me and that was pretty stifling. So to get to Darwin once every six weeks was really fun and I needed that. But in Alice, Alice's, well, you know, after living in Catherine for close to a decade, um, Alice still feels like a big city to me. Um, 35,000 people, it's massive. Peter, um, my kids, uh, when we pulled into town, I'm like, Dad, look, it's got a, a Kmart and a Target. Um, Fancy. So, yeah, so it's all happening here in Alice Springs. Um, I don't feel like I need to get away from Alice at all. It, and is it just about finding, like, to, you know, the right rural community or, the you know, the right community for you at that time, depending on what your, you know, personal and professional needs are? Yeah, I think so. Um, so we, I definitely would have, I definitely would have stayed in Catherine if it had have had a slightly healthy culture, um, and if my kids didn't need high school. Uh, but the high school was a deal breaker. Uh, we we knew that when we moved, we knew that we'd probably only be there for seven or eight years, um, and we knew we'd probably move to Alice afterwards. So we had a bit of a plan to counter that. Um, yeah, but there's always. Um, bits and pieces of your life that mean that you can do things that are a bit more adventurous at particular times. Um, yeah, so, and I guess when you get a bit older, um, maybe I'll move back to Catherine or maybe larger... Somewhere even more remote. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to finish up soon, but before we do finish, I want to do a quick fire round. So just going to give you a quick question and you can elaborate a little bit but sort of just the first thing that pops in to your mind okay best piece of life advice you've ever been given um or none at all <laughs> i don't know peter i just tend to ignore all the good things that i'm told and then realize later i should have listened to him or her maybe it okay favorite holiday destination um, my, I've just been out to Cape Arnhem and speared mud crabs with a spear and caught barramundi. It was fantastic. The rest oh. of Australia was in lockdown and I was picking oysters off the rocks. And getting picked up by the mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Other than medicine, what are you passionate about? Um. I really like the bush. I like exploring the bush. Oh, that, that may be the next answer to the next question. The best thing about living in the NT. Um, the best thing is um, 
it, it, it's such a rich place, not just for me, but for my kids. Um, it's it's really multicultural in an Indigenous way. Uh, there's great education, incredible opportunities, and it is never, ever boring, Peter. Nice. Best thing about rural medicine? Um, the community. The community. Worst that, thing. The worst thing? Um, I don't think there is a worst thing about rural medicine. I think we've got the best of all ends, to be honest. Okay. Your guilty pleasure? Um, I like a beer or two occasionally with my RDAA colleagues. <laughs> nice. Okay. Here's a tricky one. It's the last one. RACGP, RACP or ACRAM? Oh, you have Akram. Akram. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, they're my family. Nice. Well, Simon Quilty, thank you very much for taking some time out of your busy, busy schedule and joining us for our Destination Podcast Series. Thanks, Peter.